When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? I missed you last week. I'm so sorry there was no episode last week. I'm not going to give excuses, okay? I'm just going to, we're just going to jump right into this episode. So as you can tell by the title, we're going to talk about situationships today, okay? And I think I want to do a few different episodes about this because I just went through a little something, okay? And I also just think that like the whole concept of just situationships slash what the fuck even are they slash getting over someone you never really dated. It's just very interesting. And I've been having this conversation a lot in my life with different people. So I think we're going to talk about this in a few different episodes, but let's just kick it off today. Okay, we're going to talk about, I guess, ending a situationship or what to do when your situationship is over. I don't really know where we're going to take this. We're just going to talk about situationships. How many times? Drink every time I say the word situationship. Okay. So I think we should start by defining what the fuck a situationship even means. I don't want to keep saying that. Okay. So Urban Dictionary says, quote unquote, let's just chill, have sex, and be confused on the fact that we are not together, but have official emotions for each other. I don't fully disagree with that. You know, I don't know if I would consider my recent thing a situationship. I think I was just dating somebody. Is that the same thing? I don't fucking know. What do you think? I I really want to know, like, what... I guess it means something different to everybody, and I think ultimately sometimes these things are just semantics, right? I don't know. Anyway, so I was dating somebody who doesn't live in my city, okay? And if you know me, you know this is my specialty. I... I always like men who don't live in my zip code. And listen, this is my public service announcement. I'm done with the distance, okay? I love a long distance moment. I really do because, I don't know, I think at first it's so fun. I love the idea of like planning little weekend trips. It's like there's so much excitement to see the person. I think it's like easier for me at the beginning and my therapist doesn't like this because I obviously like it because it is like safe quote-unquote and there's a barrier you know what I mean like a huge fucking barrier and it's not as I don't want to say it's not as intimate but I think it's just I tend to like it because I'm a very guarded bitch and this is a very safe thing to do I think when you don't want to fully invest or fully open up or fully be vulnerable like we're not going to get into this is not a therapy session okay I know why I like it and her and I have had these conversations about like she's like please like just try (laughs) just try seeing somebody in your city like maybe you'll like it and listen I am open but the funniest shit is is I meet these men in Miami like I meet them here but they don't fucking live here so it's like I don't get it I really don't and I love how I've been meeting these men because it's not through a dating app it's usually just like out in the wild which I love I really do so anyway 
I've realized a few things. I've realized, yes, I do love a distant moment. I think it's so fun. And I think it's, like I said, fun until it's not. And this last time I actually got to see the it's not part. And so I am, I don't like to be a, I mean, I am a a black or white kind of bitch because I'm a Capricorn, but I'm really trying to exist in the gray zone. You know what I mean? However, I am going to say, I think for a little bit, I need to, really not give my attention to long distance things like I just I need I need a moment from it and I've realized that for my personality type I am an anxious bitch you know I struggle with oh my god my Alexa can you hear her she's going insane I'm so sorry about that I'm not gonna say her name because if I do she'll start talking again but she only works in Spanish here in this apartment which is really funny (laughs) And I don't know what she understood, but anyway, so I don't know what I was saying. Oh, I think for a while, I'm just going to kind of close myself off to distant things because here's the thing. Here's my, here's my other theory. I think, you know, I think lessons keep happening to you until you learn them. You know what I mean? And I think I said, you know, I think I told Jesus like, hey, I love, I love a long distance moment. And he said, okay, but here you go here you go bitch i mean no he didn't say that he's so sweet he would never say that to me but he did say here you go you know and this time i said okay never mind i take it back i'm done okay i'm done i'm done thank you anyway so yes that is that is wrapped up that is over that is done and i have nothing bad to say about it honestly i think it kind of sucks when the ending of something and listen it was not dramatic it was it was very i don't even like amicable like very 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 understanding i think what i was going to say was it's almost harder when when something ends because of a circumstance such as distance do you know what i mean like i think it's easier when for example when mr gray shit went down like that was easy like it sucked and i it traumatized me in some ways but there's no if ands or buts at the end of something like that you're like all right you do not deserve to breathe my same air do you know what i mean like it's easy to wrap it up but i think with something like this i think it's it's just sucks when you know had you existed in the same city as somebody maybe the outcome would have been different but also i think it's challenging when you are seeing somebody who is you know quite a bit older than you who is maybe not in a position to just be like all right let me just see what happens with someone who doesn't live in my city when you know they have very clear intentions and clear goals of like hey i want a family i want to get married i want these things and realistically like being very realistic sometimes those conversations can get harder when you're older because you know you kind of do start to think about all right realistically how would this work you know what i mean and when you're it's it just i think you guys can pick up what i'm saying but like some of these conversations are kind of harder and it just kind of sucks when, like I said, the reason for something not progressing is something such as distance. Like it just kind of sucks, right? Like it's it's kind of like a harder pill to swallow. But at the same time, and I don't know if I'm just fucking delusional, but I I don't know. I'm I'm very much at peace when something doesn't work out because I just know that if something is meant to work out, it will, period. Like there's just no ifs, ands, or buts. And I also have a lot of peace surrounding this situation because because I feel like I was myself and I did what I could. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, I think we both feel that way. So 
it's very kind of easy to wrap something like that up it's sad obviously and it's this is okay this is what i actually want to talk about what i think is so fucking weird okay is you're dating somebody for the sake of this episode i'm just talking about like dating situationships etc still you get used to talking to somebody right you develop a communication pattern there's a cadence you know a lot about somebody's life you know a lot about their day right you're used to speaking to them in some way on a daily basis and then when things don't work out and they end it's like literally from one day to the next that person it's like they're dead like you just don't you know what you just completely stop talking or that's what i do at least i gotta do cold turkey with men i can't just like you know i don't understand when people do that either and i think that makes it really hard to move on from somebody when you're still in touch like how I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't have that in me. Like if I am no longer going to be involved with somebody, I don't speak to them. That's how I operate. But I think it's so weird. Like you go from one day, you know, making sure, making sure somebody ate and like knowing what they had for every meal that day to the next day, you just don't know anything about them anymore. Like it is fucking weird. You know what I mean? It's strange. Like, but I think it's what has to happen. I just think it's weird. <laughs> I don't think we talk about that enough. I don't know. And obviously, you know, I think that's kind of the hardest part about I will say, and I think this is another reason why I do like distant things, long distance things, is because it's a protective thing. I know that if something doesn't work out, I don't have to see that person all the time. I don't have to think about running into them. I don't have to think about you know, oh, we went to all these places together, even though you still do those things when, you know, you guys are seeing each other in your designated cities, obviously, but it's different. And that's 100% a protective thing. But I think the distance makes it easier in the sense of, you know, I don't have to worry about like running into this person, etc. However, what is hard is like the communication that would happen on a daily basis. Now that little you know, part is like empty, right? Like if you guys spoke on the phone every night or you had your little ritual of whenever you would communicate, like whatever it may be, that's hard at the beginning. But I mean, when something ends, whether it's with a friendship, if you break up with a friend, if you stop seeing somebody, there's always going to be this period of this space that was filled with somebody else's presence or whatever activity. Now it's empty. And now you have to fill that up in a different way. And it's always going to be weird, right? I also think I I felt silly for being sad at the beginning of when, you know, we stopped talking to each other. I was like, damn, I feel like I feel silly that I'm sad because it's not like I was even in a relationship with this person. But I realized a title doesn't negate the time that you spent with somebody and the feelings that could have been there, right? So like if you're also going through this, I don't want you to beat yourself up for having any emotion or lack thereof, right? Because just because you don't have a title with somebody, that does not mean feelings weren't there. That doesn't mean there wasn't a bond there. That doesn't mean there wasn't care and respect. You know what I mean? So ultimately, I did feel kind of silly at the beginning because I was like, damn, like I'm bummed. You know, I'm going to miss this person. That's so okay. Like that is so okay. Just because there wasn't a title doesn't mean I'm not allowed to be upset. You know what I mean? Just like a reminder, you're allowed to feel however you feel. I think a connection ultimately is real and losing it, no matter the details, it's difficult. It's going to be difficult. I think it's also nice to remember, you know, if you are going through this right now, if you're upset over something fizzled out, a situation, a situationship ended, 
um, you didn't make it to a relationship with somebody, I just want to remind you of a few things. If it never made it to a relationship, there's a reason for that. I need you to believe that if something is meant for you, it's going to fucking happen. It's going to fucking happen. And there's always something we can take from every situation, you know? So for me in this instance, it really made me realize like, okay, actually, I don't want to be in a long distance relationship. I don't want to do that. I know it's fun at the beginning. I know I enjoy it. I know why I enjoy it. But actually, when I really like somebody, I don't want to be so far. I want to be able to see them when I want to see them. I don't want to have to think so much about the logistics and planning when is the next time we're going to see each other, you know, coordinating schedules. Like that shit is so it's hard you know what I mean like it is hard and why would I put myself in a situation like that if I don't have to do you know what I mean like I think it's different if you start to see somebody and then for whatever reason whether it's like a job or something happens that person has to move that's different but willingly from the get-go jumping into something like this when you yourself are happy where you are in your city and the other person is also happy in their city like that shit is hard (laughs) like it is you know and I think it would be different if I don't know, at the beginning, you're like overwhelmingly feel like this is my person. Like this is, you know, I cannot lose this person. I think that's different, but that wasn't my situation. This situation also really validated something for me in a great way. And that is that you're really never going to say the wrong thing to the right person. I also realized that for somebody who is working on her ability to be vulnerable and communicate, distance is like not it for me because I think with with distance one of the only things you sometimes have to rely on is your communication my ability to communicate with somebody and to be open and etc it's so much easier for me to do that when I'm with the person and you don't always have that luxury when you are in a long distance thing so I just think overwhelmingly I've realized that it is so fun distance things are so fun until they're not until you really care about somebody and you really like somebody and then you're really sitting and thinking about like okay fuck like realistically how could this work and sometimes the answer is like you know what it's not it's not gonna work and I think that can be for a ton of different reasons and I think ultimately like if something is meant to work it's gonna work out and I just have full faith in that again maybe it's delusion I don't know so I want to give you a little a few reminders okay if you are if your situationship is over if you're trying to get over somebody you never dated let me tell you what I think is the hardest thing about it. And it's the almosts. You know what I mean? It's the what if. It's the what could have happened. I think that is something that we can so easily fixate on because we don't have the answers, right? You don't know what could have been. You don't know what would have happened if whatever might have happened. And I think the what if is something that we have a really hard time digesting because we want answers to everything. We want an answer to everything and we want to wrap it up and put a bow on it and that's it. And sometimes we don't have that. And I think that's what's hard to to deal with and to it's a hard pill to swallow, right? The thing is, is that you have to accept the facts. And the facts are, this didn't work out for X, Y, and Z reasons. And the could'ves and the should'ves don't get you anywhere. And I think a lot of what we mourn in 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 something not working out, it is the could'ves and the should'ves. And that is not going to get you any fucking where. I think we also tend to only remember the good things about situations when they're over. And so something that might be helpful is making a list of the reasons why this person was not your person. 
sometimes you have to remind yourself because we tend to only fixate on like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to miss this about them. I really liked this about them. Okay, that's great. I think it's really important to know what you like and what you're drawn to and what qualities you know that you would like in a potential partner. I think that's super important. But I think it's also worthwhile to remember like, all right, listen, I also didn't like these things. And it's nice to know what your non-negotiables are. It's nice to know what your deal breakers are. It's nice to know some things that maybe bother you, but you're able to work through, etc. I also think any relationship or any guy, any person that it doesn't work out with, I really do think it just gets you one step closer to the person it is going to work with. And I think that's exciting. I like to think about it as like, that is really, really exciting. Is like, I don't fucking know who my person is, but how exciting. Do you know what I mean? And you know what? I think the same breakup tips apply to something like this because ultimately when somebody is no longer in your life, you're going through like this little withdrawal period, right? You get used to certain things. And so you just have to tap into the same shit that you would do if, if it was like a real breakup. You know, for me, it's like, staying very busy, filling up that time with other things, letting myself feel whatever I want to feel. I think that's really important. Having conversations about it with people that you trust and that you want to. Being gentle with yourself, asking yourself what you need in a given moment and giving it to yourself. Your nervous system might be uncomfortable with the space that has just become available, right? But something that I don't want you to do is to fill up that space with other things that like trigger you or activate your central nervous system i'm like very much in tune with my central nervous system because she gets activated real quick okay because i'm such a fucking anxious bitch that like i have to be very mindful of the things that trigger me and that activate my nervous system because i'm always trying to keep it calm just think about what's going to make me feel better today what do i need today how can i be compassionate with myself today you just you just went through a little emotional moment doesn't matter if it wasn't a full-fledged relationship, doesn't matter if the person wasn't your boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The title doesn't invalidate your feelings or not having a title doesn't invalidate your feelings. You're allowed to feel however you want to feel. You know, ultimately when you care about somebody and they are no longer in your life in whichever way, that shit hurts. It does. But just remember, you had a life before this person, you're going to have a life after this person, If they were meant to be your person, it would have fucking worked out, period. Like, I know that's hard to hear sometimes, but it's the truth. And I'm not saying, listen, I don't know your situation, right? Like, I'm not saying, you know, life is crazy. Life takes weird fucking turns. Who's to say it couldn't work out in the future? You know, I don't know. But in this moment, what matters is in this moment, this is not working. This didn't work. So how can we be as compassionate as possible with ourselves while we, you know, Get over this little this little hump, okay? That's what I want you to think about. And the last thing I want to say, and I know some things are bigger than us, some things are not that simple, some things are not so black or white. You know, sometimes there are circumstances that are bigger than us, I understand that. But what I always go back to, and what I want you to remember is, you deserve somebody who would not put themselves in a position to lose you, ever. And that's how I'm going to end this one. I know this is a short a short, a quickie, but that's what I wanted to say today. I'm sorry if this was like all over the place. I kind of just let myself, you know, just say whatever was on my mind, on my heart, okay? I want to know how you define a situationship. Like, please tell me what the fuck it means to you because I don't even know, man. This whole modern dating thing is crazy, isn't it? Like, it's fun, but it's, it's a little wild. 
And that is all for today, but I will see you guys next week with a new episode. And I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Stay safe. Love you. And I'll talk to you soon. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.